This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning and welcome everybody to our Monday show. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Get another week started. And uh, it is July the 20th. Today is Moon Day. It's the 51st anniversary of men from the United States walking on the moon. Oh, I thought you had to moon people. Well, you could, uh, you know... I, I, Each their own. Yeah, I think okay, it's I okay. think it's a big tent. Celebrate <laughs> how you feel appropriate. Sure. You do Moon Day the way you want to do Moon right. Day. Good to know. Uh, good morning, everybody, and I hope you had a great weekend. You know, I try and be a good friend, and I send people helpful heads up. I told mm-hmm. you guys you should watch a new movie on Hulu called Palm Springs. Lisa, I've you're heard. from you're from Palm Springs. Yeah, and it's hot as hell. I'm watch that. I know, but you send it on a Sunday, and Sunday's usually the day that I'm busy washing and getting ready for work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a chance. You were to washing what? Wash, wash Palm Springs while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I get all like I get sad because then I get homesick. Like oh. I got homesick watching Alpha Dog. Does, that's where they kill I hear someone. It's good. Was it good, Buzz? Yeah, and it's only like an hour and a half long, and uh, this is not a spoiler because it's right there in the trailer. It's a it's a time loop, so it's a it's your Groundhog Day type situation. Style. But mm-hmm. it's got mm-hmm. Andy Samberg, who is very funny in this, and I love him. Well, it, maybe it wouldn't make you homesick because in this movie, Palm Springs is a torturous hell. So, yeah, no, it's home. It's home today. <laughs> yeah. Well, put it in your put it in your queue because <laughs> I will. I'll I think try it's and watch good. it. The, you were, but I think the third person this to weekend, tell you, yeah, to yeah. watch it. So, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Uh, there's a new show that debuts on Quibi today called Die Hard. Oh. It's a comedy where Kevin Hart decides he's tired of being a the sidekick or uh, the co- comedic relief and he wants to be taken seriously as an action star so that's on uh, Quibi which is a thing that I don't think I know a single person who has <laughs> Quibi oh, I haven't I was like yeah Joanna has I forgot it. about that what do you have to pay like five bucks uh, right now it's free there's like 90 days free oh so if you sign up now have you watched oh. anything yet on I Quibi? I watched that Murder Flip House. Oh, that was nice. How was that? You know what? I think it was uh, advertised very well. <laughs> Not it didn't live up to the hype. Oh no! no. Mm. Uh, also tonight on ABC, The Bachelor: The Greatest Seasons Ever, and it's a recap of Brad Womack's seasons. And over on A and E, it's eleventh season premiere of Hoarders. Tonight on A and E. Love that show. 
it's so good. I don't know who to write this letter to, but I've got to write to somebody about my Disney Plus. It mm-hmm. buffers. It's it, still it's, doing oh, yeah, and it doesn't matter what I watch. Like I could watch uh, Fantasia. It buffers. I watched Hamilton. Why are you watching buffer. Fantasia? You know, I like to. Uh, you know, it's uh-huh. uh, <clears throat> it's full of wonder and whimsy. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, and you didn't try restarting restarting your router. We did all that. You did all that. Mm-hmm. Nico did all that. <laughs> If other people are having problems, I can't, I mean, it's bad enough that if other people are having this problem, I can't believe there's not a huge outcry well, I'm that not Disney Plus problem. gets their stuff together because it'll play for a minute and a half or two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Or if I get lucky, it might play for up to four minutes, but then it's going to buffer and that takes like a minute or more to do that. Hmm. Well, because I think at this point it's not your Disney, it's your your internet. I don't have a problem with Hulu. I don't have a problem with Netflix. Uh-huh. I don't have a problem with Maybe CBS All Access. Maybe an update. The app needs to be updated. Doesn't it automatically do that? I don't know. When you sign Your into settings. it? settings. Okay. I don't know. These are all questions for Nico. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Nico will be here <laughs> shortly. He's on his way. So please leave all questions for Nico. <laughs> They were having a meeting in Utah uh, about whether to make kids wear masks when schools go back. They had to cancel uh, the meeting because Why? so many parents showed up without masks on. Oh, <laughs> and, okay, so the the dude that Jada Pinkett Smith... August... August... Alcina? Sure. So that guy... <laughs> Okay. Put out a song Uh-oh. that has been viewed over two million times on YouTube uh, about entanglement because Jada described her tryst, I guess, with this August guy as an entanglement. Mm-hmm. How does Will, is Will Smith like humiliated by all this? Because, I mean, it really puts him in I like the cuckold so. position. <laughs> Everything about it. Now there's a song about Will Smith being cuckolded. I think he is. And I think mostly because people are laughing and joking about it. And uh, yeah, he's the he's the butt of the joke right now. <laughs> so has Will Smith fooled around like outside the I think the that b- is vows what, of matrimony or is it just Jada? I think that's what they're implying. But and how much never was, went public. Yeah. Was it just this one guy, or has Jada been slanging it around uh, all over the place? You know, they've had kind of a very... There's been rumors of them having an open relationship for years in Hollywood. Yeah. So I, it wouldn't be surprising if this wasn't their first, you know, rendezvous. Well, then that's their business. It, yeah, it kind of <laughs> is, if that's... Different strokes for different folks, people. And the only reason I'm talking about it is because they addressed it, you know? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would say, uh, you know, it's, it's their marriage them. is their thing. It's up to them, whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever they've decided to do as a couple. But uh, didn't Jada have a heavy metal band? What? Yeah. I thought, she might have. I, I thought don't. Jada had a metal band that actually appeared at festivals, like at Coachella. Are you... Is the typing I hear? Um, Are you looking for Jada's band? (laughs) Like, I think they might have had a song Uh, that we played. Wicked Wisdom was an American new metal band. New metal, right. Back in 2002, formed by Jada Pinkett Smith. What? Right. Uh, There's a lot going on. Uh, So, you know, in Portland, they had, uh, in Seattle, they'd taken over 
some of the uh, government property in Portland. They set up camp on on public property, and there were there's an issue going on right now because uh, officers that did not have any kind of insignia or any kind of identification were basically black bagging people, you know, going up and grabbing people and putting them in a vehicle and then driving off and, you know, who knows what happened to them. And they finally answered, like, who are these guys? Are they cops? Are they National Guard? What are they? And in the Portland case, Customs and Border Patrol said that it was some of their... Uh, agents who were taking people suspected of destroying property and setting fire to police cars and stuff like that. And the mayor of Portland has asked them politely to back off because they think that uh, these agents and others are escalating the situation in, in Portland and mostly in Portland, I think, is the big one we're talking about. Joanna, what do you have coming up in entertainment today? I know I kind of covered a few things, but what do you have coming up in entertainment? Apparently there's beef between Mickey Rourke and Robert De Niro. What, the stars of Angelheart along with Lisa (laughs) Bonet? I guess so. Apparently they had it before, and now over the weekend, Mickey took things up a notch after someone told him that Robert De Niro was talking smack about him. And so he called Robert De Niro... An effing crybaby. Effing crybaby. What's going on with these two? I never even knew they had beef. Yeah. Yeah, It's the first time hearing about it. But I'm invested now. Lisa, how about (laughs) news? What do you want to preview coming up in news today? Well, this is kind of breaking news overnight. A federal judge... Her son was killed outside of their New Jersey home, and he appeared to be dressed as a FedEx delivery driver. So it's the son of U.S. District Court. Of the New- husband uh, didn't die, but he was, he's in they, critical we, condition, right? We, we don't know his condition right now. Um, judge mm-hmm. Esther Salas, has, um, her son, has died uh, after the gunman opened fire at the home on Sunday. Um, she is a top judge at the federal courthouse. Uh, her son is 20-year-old uh, Dana Ardell, and he was killed in the shooting, and her husband, Mark, the defense attorney, was also injured. Um, Salas was home at the time but was unharmed. Uh, U.S. Marshals and FBI are investigating this shooting. Initial reports from law enforcement say that the son opened the door with his father behind him. Door opened uh, to a hail of gunfire, and the gunman then fled the scene. Uh, the FBI says they are looking for that single suspect, um, they say that he, would, he appeared to be wearing a FedEx uniform uh, when he did uh, knock on the door. So uh, they don't know yet whether this gunman is an employee of FedEx or someone posing to be an employee. Uh, she has been the judge on a few different high-profile cases, including the financial fraud case of the Real Housewives of New Jersey star Teresa and Joe Judice. Um, yeah, but that's not the one that's getting a lot of uh, attention. I mean, it's getting a little bit, but there's another one that she was involved in that's getting a lot well, of attention. Well, we're getting there. We're getting mm-hmm. there. So she also handled the 2018 <laughs> sentencing of uh, one of their saying to quote, one of New York, New Jersey's most violent street gangs, the leader of that. Uh, he was sentenced to 45 years in prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, Still for, not the one that we're. Uh, we're getting there, Buzz. <laughs> I know. Yeah, uh, Farrar Roland. Uh, he was found guilty of federal racketeering charges, sentenced to 45 years in prison. But most recently, she was handled a ca- uh, class action lawsuit brought against the Deutsche Bank, 
um, by Ali Carbini on behalf of investors who uh, purchased securities from that bank. Uh, so the complaint alleges that the bank failed to properly monitor customers that the bank itself deemed to be high risk, and that includes convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so that that's what a lot of the attention is yeah. on that that this uh, judge was tangled in the in the Epstein investigation in some way. So, good morning, by the way, buddy. Good morning. Did you watch uh, that movie that I told you to watch on the movie Hulu? that you group texted us all in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. and you guys never respond to Buzz ever. Yeah, I'm it's kind of disrespectful. When he sent that text, I was still sleeping. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> I just feel what? sad being the only person. I said that text like at 11 a.m. That's early on a Sunday. Okay. I See, I still wake up early. That's what sucks. I wake up still at like 7 or 6.30. I'll wake up at 6. But that's nap time. Then and I then go back to sleep. <laughs> get a snack and then go to sleep. Yeah, get a snack and then you're like, and I'm back in bed. Yeah. We can take a look at the Mosho calendar coming up here in just a few minutes. Today's moon day. It was 51 years ago that... Man walked on the moon. Oh, hey. Do, do they do it like Michael Jackson? I, I wonder why they call it a moonwalk. They never really walked backwards. <laughs> to... All right, so Lisa, tell us about this uh, horrific attack on uh, a judge's family in New York, and they're looking for suspects. Yeah, so this happened uh, to federal judge Esther Lama. Uh, her son, who's 20 years old, was shot dead, and her defense attorney husband. They are now confirming he is in critical condition. This is after the gunman disguised as a FedEx driver gained entry. She was in the basement of the home at the time um, and just shot into the home. So they got a ring on the doorbell. Yes. You go see who's at the door, and this guy starts firing away. At the judge's son, how old was? Is it saying how old the son was? Yes, yeah, I, I just said that he's twenty. Okay, uh, he's twenty years old. Um, they, the husband, they are saying, is in critical but stable condition now at the hospital. Um, they were just reporting this morning they didn't know his condition, but now it is saying that he is in stable condition. Um, judge Salas was in her basement and was unharmed in the attack. They said it happened about 5 p.m. on Sunday. She sat on the U.S. District Court of New, uh, New Jersey in Newark for nine years. First Hispanic woman to serve on the federal bench in the state. Also served as a public defender and federal magistrate before President Barack Obama nominated her to serve as a district court judge back in 2010. She's presided over several high-profile trials during her tenure, including the trial of former Real Housewife uh, Teresa Judas and a case regarding her financial fraud. Four days ago, she was assigned to preside over a case involving investors that are suing Deutsche Bank over their ties to pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. That's uh, the thing that I think a lot of people online have latched on to is that this woman had a connection with the Jeffrey Epstein case. See, but she's done a lot of federal cases, too, involving gangs uh, and has received threats in the past. But they say recently she hasn't had a threat, but she has in the past. Um, so they're looking at an, a number of uh, possibilities. You know, mm-hmm. it could be somebody who was mad at her about a ruling. It could have been somebody who was mad at her husband. You know, didn't feel like uh, they got the criminal defense uh, that they deserved. Mm-hmm. It could have been um, somebody connected with this uh, with this gang. It, you know, there's a lot of possibilities, but they say when a federal judge is killed. All your resources 
are going toward that because mm-hmm. you know that's an assault on the Our system. Justice, yeah, yeah. I mean, assault on a person is is bad enough, but it's an assault on the judicial system. And they're saying that in that neighborhood, what they you know, the the day and age in which we live, there's a lot of cameras, you know, a lot mm. of doorbells. Even if she didn't have one, the neighbors might have caught something or the vehicle. So they're trying to find well, whoever not, this person or persons. Not to be alarmist, is. but does this sound like a professional kind of guy? I didn't. Uh, you know, I was listening to a little bit of the commentary on the way in this morning. I, they didn't opine on that. I, whether it seemed like a professional hit or not. Yeah, and they the neighbors have said that the police are now combing the area looking for some sort of surveillance footage. Um, FedEx, for their part, has said that they are fully cooperating with the investigation because right now they don't know if this is a FedEx driver or if it's just someone who stole the uniform because the man was dressed up in the FedEx uniform when he um, was at the door. Right, let's get some of the latest information, I guess, uh Coronavirus is making a pretty major comeback in Asia, we saw over the weekend, Mm -hmm. but also in Texas, uh, in the Rio Grande Valley, uh, more than a third of families live in poverty, Uh, nearly half are without health insurance, and heart disease and obesity are fairly widespread. Now, coronavirus cases in the Rio Grande Valley are surging, threatening to overwhelm hospitals there. And they're saying that this is headed toward what could be a public health disaster. Uh, One hospital official said, our curve is a straight up trajectory right now. And same official said, there's no relief in sight. Lisa, what else do you have uh, that's going on surrounding the coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic? Um, When it comes to the state of Texas, yeah, uh, we have those 80 babies that uh, tested positive, but they're saying that. Yeah, tell me about the babies. All right. uh, Yeah, so this happened in the Rio Grande Valley. They had 80 babies test positive for COVID-19. They say that this isn't so much surprising that this happened, but it is uh, 85 infants under the age of one. um, Have tested positive in one Texas county, and this is since March. This is the same county that Corpus Christi is in. They say since January, they have identified more than 3.6 million COVID cases throughout the United States. But in Texas's, is it Nueces County? Nueces. Is there? there, I think it's Nueces. Is it Nueces? Nueces County, that's where Corpus Christi is located. The number has skyrocketed in July after a flattening trend that was seen when the state was shut down. They say uh, dozens of babies have been infected and local officials are urging people they need to wear masks and practice social distancing. Um, They say they currently right now have 85 babies that have tested positive. Uh, They say that these babies aren't even one years old yet. And um, they didn't provide additional details on the baby's conditions, uh, but uh, they say this doesn't represent a sudden surge in the area, but a a progression that they've seen in that county. Um, One child has uh, one child younger than one year old has died, uh, but they said that they have been aggressively testing family members of those infected, particularly in high risk uh, critical infrastructure jobs. And they say that might account for the number of high positive uh, tests among the children. Makes sense, too. If the mother is positive, they're obviously very close to their child. 
that the child would be positive as well. Um, but they are asking that they have something happen there. They wrote a letter to the governor, the state representative, Sheila Jackson Lee and Joaquin Castro, um, asking that local jurisdictions should be granted the ability to issue stay at home orders so that they can help contain the COVID cases in that county. Uh, they're saying other Texas counties such as Cameron and Hidalgo are so dire right now. They are now stocking up on refrigerated trucks so that the they can store bodies as the morgues are beginning to fill up. All right. Well, that's uh, very concerning. I think they said two, like four out of five Texans right now were, are living in red zones, which are considered the COVID hotspots. Four out of five. And they were saying they were worried that children wouldn't get it. That's what they they would say before that children and infants were more more immune to it. But you know what the one issue I've found though is a lot of places won't test babies. Well, a lot of places won't test anybody if you don't have symptoms. I mean well, that continues even now. Okay, let me ask real quick: child under one, do you have a cough? Do you feel lethargic? Can you smell? Can you smell? Okay. They, they can't really answer any of those exactly. questions. Exactly. Also, I'm not sure the tests were manufactured Although, let me for tell you, though, like- babies are lethargic. Those lazy bums <laughs> all the time. You're like... Well, but that so you're is, saying they always have yeah, but, virus. But yeah. Nico's correct. A lot of people don't want to administer the test to that child. Um, somebody that I know their child they needed to get tested that is under the year under the age of one and they called all over town and had such a difficult time finding someone who would test the baby and we found one place in new mexico that was willing to do it and we found two i I believe one place in el paso and i think then after the fact another person contacted me and said yes this place will also test an infant okay so three but but there might be more but out of all no well she called i think uh, she called the children's hospital she called the uh, the military testing site she called and all of those urgent cares yeah all of them said no I'm sure they need different swabs and smaller uh, equipment to, to do it for the infants, at least. But, I mean, it does show that there it's an issue because if you do, hypothetically, one of the parents test positive, mm-hmm. you want to know if your child has the condition. Mm-hmm. You want to know if your child has the disease. Well, that's what they were saying before, though, is that if you did have children, you probably didn't have to worry about them. But now that 85 kids popped up, you know, in one county, it seems like it is pretty worrying. Speaking of parents and their kids in Texas, are you allowed to go back to your mom and dad's house or are you still banished? Oh, we're talking about me now. Okay, yeah. yeah I still yeah. live with my parents. <laughs> no, no, no. you're talking to me. <laughs> yeah, but didn't you kind of get banished? Like, don't come around Has for a few days? Has the period for you to not be out there, of it? There was no real time Did you time apologize? Because you should have. Yeah. I, I no. I mean, I said that I was the victim of a you know <laughs> of a, of a <laughs> unexpected <laughs> birthday party, a drive-by birthday party. <laughs> uh, and so now you I'm, thought you were just going over to visit friends. You didn't know it was a birthday party. I didn't even go to visit friends. I went for a work meeting. <laughs> okay. Okay. And Is then, that you normally hang out the pool? Don't you hate it when you go to a work meeting and a birthday party breaks yeah. out? <laughs> I really, I, I really do. I'm a victim of circumstance. <laughs> Did you say sorry? Uh, I, I, I I said sorry with my eyes to them. Well, uh, there's a bank robber who is blaming his bank robbing on coronavirus. Oh, let me and hear it. This was in Houston. <laughs> uh, I swear, officer, the virus made me do it. The bank robber claimed he was only doing it because he didn't get his stimulus check. Okay. He lost his business. 
We don't know if that's true or not because he got away, so the police are still looking for this guy. But that's what he told like the the teller mm-hmm. when he was robbing the bank. So he hit the bank and said it was. Oh, because, he was explaining the motive yeah, behind his know, robbing while he was robbing. Hey, uh, you might think it's just because I need money, but hear me Come out. On, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while you're filling the bag up, hear me out. <laughs> So uh, some people wonder, well, what are you going to do? Arrest me if I don't quarantine? That's exactly Mm -hmm. uh, what has happened to a couple in Kentucky. Uh, This couple both uh, tested positive and they refused to sign a self-quarantine order. So they've been placed under house arrest. But unless they have a, like posted a guard outside their house, I, it, it still sounds like it's on the honors. It, like so much of this just seems like it's on the honor system. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, look, don't do this. Did they get ankle bracelets? Uh, you know, I didn't look into it that deeply. But <laughs> <laughs> so the thing was, they wanted him to sign a self quarantine order saying, you know, I pledge not so honor system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's like, well, you're under house arrest, but. Yeah, if they don't have an ankle or they don't have a, a, a guard posted, it, it still seems like it's very much on the honor system. So we are trying to keep you up to date with the latest news that's going to make a difference to you. As far as COVID-19 and coronavirus uh, goes, I you know, hope we're doing a good job of that. But definitely, if you go in a store and they've got a sign, put the mask on. Failing that, if somebody comes up to you and says either mask or leave the store, just those are your two options. Mm-hmm. Not argue with people, not go over and cough on somebody because you're mad. Don't That's, steal a mug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who? Joanna. Stole. I didn't steal a mug. That's oh no, that, that was a video. I'll, Buzz, I'll I send you so much of it. I looks, I'll, I'll send about. you the video, Buzz. Yeah, this person flipped out and then stole a mug. It's it's babyish behavior. That was intense. Like, I'm going to go to the store. They got a sign. I'm going to ignore the sign. Somebody's going to come up and tell me to do it. I mean, it's just not the way that adults are supposed to behave. A uh, another, well, I was about to say a restaurant. It's not really a restaurant, but another place that sells food has gotten into the plant-based. I don't know if you'd call it a craze yet. Um, I mean, industry? A craze. Enough, I would say a craze. Yeah, enough restaurants are doing it, and they're doing it. Good enough that it's not disgusting. You know what? There's two, actually. <laughs> I, mean, I, say that, I was gonna say there's two. There's two restaurants that are doing plant-based uh, new Carl's items. Jun- well, okay. No, no, no. New places. There, right. Burger King's had it. Carl's Jr.'s had it. Um, there's a lot of different places, but there's two new places that have just announced that they will be going beyond. Shall we? Say. Uh, all right. Well, Is, are they all those, those Beyond Burgers though? Like, I'm not sure. I like I that the specific brand of plant-based meats. Buzz has had it and he liked it. Well, Burger King was the impossible. I don't, right? Wasn't it? It was all right. No, it was good. I mean, it was t- difficult to tell the difference. Mm. Uh, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what What have you heard uh, is another restaurant that is doing uh, meatless meat items? Oh, weird. Beyond or Miracle or whatever you want to call it. I'm willing to try a lot of different things, but I don't know how I feel about this one. KFC, they are testing Beyond Fried Chicken. Nope. Nope. Uh, yeah, th- I mean, mm, okay. Um, 
So this is beginning today at uh, various specific locations. They will be doing a uh, deep fried plant based chicken. There goes the health benefits. <laughs> you deep fry the healthiest food on the planet, it's still going to be bad for you, right? Yeah. So this is going to be, uh, this is only available right now. Uh, they're testing it out at 50 locations in Southern California. They say it's going to be available in a six and a 12 piece with a choice of dick. So they're chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. That's basically it. Yeah. Okay. Choice of dipping okay. sauces. Yeah. So not like a leg. If or they like tried a... to recreate a drumstick. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too, and I was like, are there going to be fake bones in there? Well, listen, I have never gotten chicken nuggets from KFC. You don't go to KFC for chicken nuggets unless you're a kid. You go for some of that original recipe, leg and thigh combo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's what you go for. You can tell Buzz orders a lot. A lot of chicken. Every now and then I'll get a craving, like once a month. They'll be like, oh, I'm really craving some KFC. And then I'll walk in, Buzz will be asleep on the couch with just a bucket just on his, <laughs> yeah. on his stomach. Yeah, just the, well, they, not a bucket. They don't really, they only give you a bucket if you order enough for 20 people, so. You know <laughs> what? You got the box. Those are some big chicken nuggets. I mean, maybe they're. I'm like, chicken tendies. Yeah, they're big. That's a chicken tendy right there. Well, uh, also. Ikea. And I know you're thinking Ikea is a furniture store, but Brandon's talked about what a big fan he is of their meatballs. The Swedish meatballs. And Ikea has just announced that they're going to start doing meatless Swedish meatballs. So have you ever had the I've heard people talk about this. It's like, wait a second. This is a furniture store, right? They're delicious. <laughs> but... The, <laughs> They have a cafeteria. Okay. And the furniture and store. And the meatballs are good. They're not just like, oh, we just heated up these microwave uh, Swedish meatballs. meatballs. Yeah. Ikea is so big that they have a cafeteria inside. Also, when I was in college and lived in L.A., uh, my friend got really stoned and she got lost in Ikea, so I had to go find her. So clearly they need a cafeteria because you can get lost. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to make a special gravy. We don't have an oh, Ikea. Oh, yeah, that gravy, though. Yeah. Sorry. We don't have an Ikea. I'm not going to try the Ikea Swedish meatballs. But mm -hmm. I'm waiting for Wayfair to put out their uh, Swedish meatballs. <laughs> I wish. They're going to be in a cabinet with a 12-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Today is Moon Day. It was 51 years ago on this date that Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin walked on the moon. Neil did it first. If you were Buzz Aldrin, would you have been tempted, like, to, at the last minute, push him out of the way and just going down and put your foot down first? <laughs> Be like, me first. <laughs> I get, I, I'd heard a story about how they decided who, who was going to do it, so it was all worked out ahead of time. It was going to be Neil, but, I mean, it's just the Did two of Did they rock, paper, scissors for I, it? Or? See, I don't remember the story, but it was decided ahead of time that Neil was going to be uh, the first guy. And for a long time, people said that he he muffed the line that he was supposed to say. Yeah. The last part, I think, is is what a lot of people criticize. The giant leap for mankind. Well, no, it was the a part where he was supposed to say, that's one small step for a man. Oh. One giant leap for mankind. So he said, that's one small step for man. There should have been an A in there because man and mankind, he was mm -hmm. comparing the individual versus the entire the entire uh, group. So 
Do you guys want to do a little moon quiz? Sure. So this. Oh yeah, you ready, Joanna? We're gonna oh, do this. Yeah. This is an alternative <laughs> fact quiz. I'm so ready. Uh, normally, I would be the one taking this quiz, mm-hmm. but since Brandon's not here, you're gonna let the experts take over. I understand. Yeah. Understandable. <laughs> is Pluto still a moon, or is it a planet? Can we talk about you? Pl- Pluto's never been a moon. I did, wasn't that like a theory, though? It had like... It was like a dwarf planet. I thought there was a theory at one point that it had... That was a moon for another bigger planet? Yeah. Mm, I heard about the dwarf planet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys want to want to do this? Yeah, we're yeah. really showing, sorry, our, we're sorry. showing our knowledge right now. We're about oh, to dominate, okay. you can tell. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. All having to do with the moon landing 51 years ago. I am ready. Okay. All right. Fact or alternative fact, Mm -hmm. Earth's moon is the largest moon in our solar system. That is... What what do you guys think? I'm not going to be the... Do you want me to man explain it first or no? (laughs) Let, Let them work it out. Okay. Say the question again. Earth's moon... Is uh-huh. the largest moon in our solar system? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and let Joanna answer this one, mostly because I just thought Pluto was a moon. So. <laughs> so, do you think? Do you think? I don't know. The solar system is ginormous, Lisa. Like, yeah, there's 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 nine planets or eight and a half. <laughs> is the Milky Way in our solar system? Uh, We're in the Milky Way. I mean, We're can, in the Milky Way? You can yeah. find them. So our solar system is Texas, and <laughs> the yeah. Milky Way is the United States. So, oh. Yeah, we're just a yeah. part of the Milky um, Way. Then, I guess alternative, because I feel like there's got to be something there's bigger. There's got to be something Yeah, Jupiter there, has right? to have some big moons. Shut up. <laughs> um, I think, yeah. like, Saturn has, like, a few, right? Alternative fact. Alternative. It is an alternative fact. Uh, our moon, though, is the fifth largest. Jupiter has the largest Ganymede. moon. Ganymede. Mm-hmm. Ganymede, and it is about half the size of Earth, but mm-hmm. oh. quite Bigger a bit than larger <laughs> than our moon. Okay, okay. All right. Cool. Doesn't matter how we got there, but we got there. Ooh, good al- job, guys. Yeah. Fact or alternative fact. Okay. Nico, these guys are really looking forward to doing it. Quit jumping in. They don't need <laughs> no, your help. No, Nico is on our team. Shashola. Yeah. Statement. Team millennial. The moon gets pulled about an ha- a half an inch closer to Earth every year. What? Yeah. The moon gets pulled about an inch and a half closer to Earth each year. What? <sighs> I feel like it could, but then maybe like I really wish in the orbit. In astronomy class. <laughs> I don't think I've taken astronomy since like the seventh grade. You took astronomy? That's a very advanced class. I don't think we even school. had astronomy yeah. in high school. Yeah, I took it. I remember All it was, I had was seventh veggie grade. Vegetales. Because eighth grade, I think, was like geology or something. I can't remember. What? So I'm pretty sure that the tidal forces of the moon and the earth would cause them to... I don't think it moves think every it was, year, but I think it does I move. I feel like it could move closer at one part of the yeah, orbit then and then move, move it back. away yeah. at another part. So what was the question again? Wait, yeah. The moon gets pulled about an inch and a half closer to Earth each year. Yeah. Fact. Right? Fact. Sure. Oh, fact. Yes. <laughs> fact. Fact. Mm. Oh, no. no. What did it say? It actually is getting further away. Oh. Uh, by, by about that, about an inch and a half, it's drifting away. It's going in the other direction. The door in, says push, not pull. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a few billion years, 
it will have gotten far enough away that it will eventually escape Earth's wow. gravitational pull. Wow. They also say that if you went back 100 million or 200 million years ago, mm-hmm. that it would be noticeably larger Closer in the sky. Uh-huh. You know, an inch and a half isn't much, but over millions and millions of years, you know, add up enough that it would make a couple, a it's couple feet. Yeah, it's a couple feet closer. I mean, how do you miss that? (laughs) All right. Fill in the game. Now it's next. In square miles, the total surface area of the moon is smaller than the total surface area of Asia. So in square miles, the total. So like the outside of it. Okay. Yeah. The total surface area of the moon is smaller than the total surface area of Asia. So like the the outside, this part would be surface area. The outside. Part. All right. Yeah, so let me pull out. Is huge. Let me pull out my calculus. Huge. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, my calculator. It's big. Bigly. Mm. The trouble when you guys do it, eighty percent of it is you rephrasing the question. Well, I have to say it aloud in order for it to make sense. All right. In square miles, the square total miles. surface area of the moon is smaller than the total surface area of Asia. Yeah, Asia is huge. So we mm-hmm. would say alternative fact, Joanna? No, we would say fact. Fact? Fact. Fact. Yeah! Oh, all right. I don't even know the same fact, too. So is it or is the it? The moon <laughs> is smaller. The moon okay. is 14.6 million square miles. Asia is 17.2 million square miles. Cool, 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 cool. All right, you guys ready for number four? Uh-huh. Yeah. Shadows are darker on the moon than they are on Earth. There was a Transformers movie about this. There was a whole dark side of the moon. That is true. Yeah, I learned this from Pink Floyd. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, Roger. Yeah, apparently, according to Transformers, the Transformers also helped win the Civil War. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that? I am about it. All right, once again. Let me hear it. Shadows are darker on the moon than they are on Earth. Yeah, I'm going to say yes, mostly because they hide Transformers. So (laughs) the dark side of the moon needs to be really dark to hide Optimus Prime's enemy, whatever his name was. Shockwave. Fact. So fact. Can't argue with that logic at all. Boom! No, you got it right accidentally. Your logic makes no sense yeah. at all. Doesn't well, matter. We got it right. Talk so, to Optimus Prime know. about that. No, it, there, there would be no shadows on the dark side of the moon because it's completely it's in dark. shadow. It's the dark side. Right. Of the but moon. on the light side of the moon, if you, you know, if something were standing there, like a, an astronaut or a capsule. Or according to South Park, well, a whale. Shock, shockwave could move. Like, he could be on the dark side sleeping and then come over to the other side. Like, All right. Do, do you guys want to hear the actual answer so, you know, you can forget about that? Comes up. <laughs> it's because there's no air or atmosphere on the moon to scatter uh, direct sunlight. Uh, on Earth, light bounces off as it moves through the atmosphere, you know, mm-hmm. in tiny particles which creates ambient light, but the moon, that doesn't happen, and the, the shadows it. are very, right. very dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, doesn't matter how we got there, you we got, got it. it right. All right, let's go. Uh, the word lunatic literally means moon sick. Yeah, because Luna is the moon, 
And that's when they're all like, there's a full moon outside. It's crazy. Oh, and then like probably in olden crazy. days, they were like, oh, well, you know, it's that guy. A bunch of loonies crazy. out here. Yeah, it's a yeah. lunatic out here. The moon made him crazy. Mm-hmm. And then now. <laughs> Good, Instagram you know what? witches. He's just like you win. Yeah. <laughs> I could have let it, you try and talk yourself out of it. No, I don't want to. Right so, and now in our Instagram day and age, all of, you know, the uh-huh. witchy girls out there that like, you know, think they're in with that. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's the lunar cycle. The Doctors used to think full moons made people crazy. So they called them lunatics, which is where we get. Then they realize we're born from. this way. <laughs> well, I think I think they realize the moon didn't have anything to do with it. Oh, oh they're mm. just crazy. But now we just say that. We're like, well, it's because the moon is, you know, in this phase. Crazy. All right. 51 years ago, <laughs> man walked on the moon for the first time. Yeah. Um, we're going to take it. We won. Yeah. You did. Buzz, you enjoy you asking the above. questions or answering more? Answering. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt at all. We're so good. Definitely, definitely. Whatever, we won. We won. Answering. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. This was a big enough story. I I guess it deserves its own uh, segment. One of the one of the greatest civil rights leaders in uh Definitely a protege of Martin Luther King Jr. John mm-hmm. Lewis passed away. So, Lisa, what can you uh, tell us about the the life and legacy of John Lewis? Yeah, you know, we we actually lost two great civil rights rights leaders over this past weekend. Uh, first up is John Lewis, uh, the civil rights icon, passed away at the age of eighty years old. He died on Friday after losing his battle with cancer. Uh, He had been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer back in December of last year. Uh, And this is an amazing man. Uh, The representative uh, was brutally beaten uh, by police during the 1965 march in Selma, Alabama, became one of the most towering figures of the civil rights movement. First elected to Congress back in 1986, he ended up serving 17 years as a member. Uh, He also was the youngest um, of the group of uh, the six that are known for the Selma March, and he was the youngest at only 20 years old when he participated. Um, He served 17 years as a member of Congress. He died after that long battle with cancer. Um, There were a lot of tributes that went out. Uh, 21 states flew the flags at half half staff in his memory. Uh, Just an an absolutely amazing man and... uh, just what he did for the entire country. Uh, Before he ever got to Congress, he also had uh, uh, been a, a political leader in in Atlanta or in Georgia, which was his home state, and had interacted with presidents and senators and congressmen. So John Lewis was extremely well known even before. He got to Congress, then he served 17 years right. in, and he, in Congress. Yeah, so the big six is the uh, six prominent civil rights uh, leaders that were instrumental on the different marches for uh, civil rights movement, and that included uh, Martin Luther King Jr., uh, but he was one of them, and uh, he did a lot for the country. He also uh, was one of the, I, I believe, and I'm, if, if I'm, don't quote me on this, but at Comic-Con, he was the first member of Congress to be there on a panel. And it was because he actually turned the march on Selma into a uh, trilogy, a comic book trilogy. And he said he did that because he wanted to be able to explain it in a different medium to children and, and to uh, 
uh, to connect with another group because obviously there are books about it. There are movies that have come out like the movie Selma, but he said he wanted to come at them with a different medium hmm. to try and teach them about the historic march. So he actually uh, participated in Comic-Con and he decided the year that he went to dress up as himself. He dressed up as a 20-year-old John Lewis uh, walking do, uh, um, in Selma. And so he wore the same khaki jacket, same uh, pants, even had the same little backpack on. And there was a group of third graders uh, there. He could have done a uh, cool Nick Fury, too, if he just got an eye patch, probably. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Uh, but it was great. They had a group of third graders there that were watching him speak. And they were supposed to go to his, book, uh, to his booth where he would be signing. So he decided the best way to get them safely across was to recreate the march so him and a group of third graders all decided to walk hand well it hand wasn't so safe for him when he did it the first yeah. time yeah <laughs> that was the safest way to get the kids across um and so because of that people stopped they were taking pictures and uh it was just a really great how moment cool to is see. that yeah he did a really a lot another leader that we did lose and you may not be as familiar with his name is ct vivian he was an American minister, minister, and he was also known as the first lieutenant of Martin Luther King Jr. during the Civil Rights Movement. Uh, one of his students, John Lewis. Uh, so he was a part of the uh, Nashville student movement, and he taught a lot of Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, former uh, followers as well. Uh, he did a lot for doing nonviolent sit-ins at campuses and at different places around Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, he also was one of the co-founders of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference with Martin Luther King Jr. And he was a participator in the Freedom Rides. Uh, he did So he did a lot as well for the civil rights movement. And we, both, we lost both of them over this weekend. Another civil rights leader uh, had some shade thrown their way. Mm -hmm. That's Harriet Tubman, who's been dead for like 140 mm -hmm. years. But uh, Kanye West did a campaign uh, speech because he is mentally running? ill. Oh, excuse me, uh, running for, yeah, president. Running for sorry. president. Sorry. Yeah. I get those confused sometimes. He is, well, he's right. both. He's mentally ill and running for president. Yeah. But what does Kanye have against Harriet Tubman? What? Which doesn't make any sense. Because working for money was something <laughs> was that very different from being a slave, slave and also, you know, being able to own property and accumulate your own money and, and your own destiny. I mean, I'm not saying it was it was paradise uh, for African-Americans who, who uh, escaped on the Underground Railroad, but it was probably an improvement over slavery. Slavery. Yeah. So I don't know what Kanye's talking about. So did you see the two Republican senators that are getting roasted online right now? Uh, Marco Rubio. Was one of them. Uh, that was the only one I was aware of. Okay. Well, the, there's two Republican senators who attempted to pay tribute to uh, John Lewis and instead put up pictures of Elijah Cummings. <laughs> oh, my God. So that would be... Marco Rubio was one of oh them. He was. By the way, these, they, they, they knew them. Together. They right. worked with them. They work with... That'd be How like me. Enough. That'd be like me putting up a picture of Nico and being like, I'm sorry... For the death of Brandon Coates, yeah, and like, the, they were both white. Doesn't yeah, matter. Same. Well, you could you could say who well, do you think the other one was? Lewis was in Congress and Rubio's in the Senate, but still, yeah, you he, know, it's two different chambers, but still, I don't know what Rubio's excuse for that is, other than they look mm, alike. Yeah. I mean, uh huh. Or yeah. or do you think he'll he'll say? 
Oops. Oh, I had an intern. Yes. Yeah, he'll, he'll blame, blame it on, it on somebody else. All, all, right. all he did is put up something saying earlier today I tweeted an incorrect photo. And oh. then he said, uh, I was honored to be to appear together in Miami three years ago at an event. And are you wait a minute? Are you are sure, sure it was? was him? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. What he did, you is, know, you might have been there with Sidney Poitier and not known. <laughs> he put up a YouTube video of the two of them together to be like, I was with him. Yeah, that's us. That's us together. Uh, the other one so was. The, he's so like, I really love John Lewis and Avengers Endgame. He, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other one was Alaskan Senator Dan Sullivan. Okay. Uh, put up uh, a picture of himself with Elijah Cummings as well. <laughs> And he did put up apology for God, that. How bad do you think Elijah Cummings must feel? Like, these guys don't even know I'm a different person. <sighs> well, he's is passed Eli- away. Eli- no, Elijah he's, Cummings. No, he's late. Yeah. Has passed away. Has he yeah. passed away? He has. He died in October. Well, yeah, your civil rights leaders, much like your early pioneers of rock and roll, are getting very, very elderly. You so, work together. Yeah, <laughs> right. You, by putting up a picture of you standing next to the person doesn't make you look better. <laughs> yeah, no. He's like, I see, I did know this person. It's like... Uh, so John Lewis uh, passed away at 80. Here's the morning show number. You can give us a call during the show at 844-305-6210. Too fast. All right, here it is again. 844-305-6210. Now try it in a British voice. 844-305-6210. Sounds like your phone when you tell it. Mm, yeah, I got a British lady Calling on my phone. Calling Nico. 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 Calling Nico. Nico. Oh, I'm glad you, that you have me in your phone. Yeah, I call you more than I call anybody else, I think. <gasps> That's Aww. sweet. Adorbs. Did, before we get into entertainment news, I sent you guys a, a message mm-hmm. saying everybody watch this movie on Hulu called Palm Springs. And mm-hmm. nobody watched it. Well, in case the listeners are, are wondering, we're all in a group chat uh, and group message. Yeah. Not and by you choice. You at 10.25 in the morning. That's primetime sleeping time. 10.25 in the morning. We're already done with the show every other morning. Yeah, not, Sunday. Sunday. Not, not on Sunday. Not on Sunday. Okay. I'm pretty sure I was... I sleep till noon. Not I only I was that, pledging my... I thought maybe... You know, I thought Lisa might watch it just because, you know... I don't know if Lisa's ever mentioned this or not, but she's, <laughs> she's from Palm Springs. The hell you say? It's a big Lisa, secret. I never knew that. I didn't know she was from Palm or California. You have no, I never mentioned it. Yeah. I had a lot of people messaging me like, oh my gosh, have you watched Palm Springs yet? I'm like, no, because I've been there. I'm like, I don't want to yeah, watch I it. I know what it is. Well, watch it because... And they're like, it'll, I'm like, it'll make me homesick. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I got homesick watching Alpha Dog and they kill someone in that movie. That's I don't... True. I mean, it... It doesn't make uh, Palm Springs seem like a very. Uh, Do they hit up two cans? I don't know. Are there Go to like Zelda's nightclub? Are there like uh, roadside dinosaurs? Yeah. In Palm Springs. Uh Cabazon, but yeah. What? Like, yeah, Cabazon. Yeah, you can see the dinosaurs from. They're where in Joe Dirt. Into. Not a real dinosaur. They're like Not they have mock-ups. Dinosaur. Aren't they in Joe yeah, Dirt? Isn't huge. that where Joe Dirt got I've left? I've never seen that movie. I think in Joe Dirt he gets left at the di- Oh no, he gets left at the Grand Canyon. 
There's a movie where something happens at those dinosaurs, but yeah, those are... Well, the, the dinosaurs make an appearance in this Yeah, movie. so they're oh, cool. at the Morongo Indian Reservation, and the dinosaur they're known as the Cabazon dinosaurs, but there's three of them, and they used to be a big, like, little tourist attraction people would go to. Now there's all there's a giant casino in front of them, so you can't, you can't even see the dinosaurs anymore. I thought <laughs> Palm Springs was for, like, rich people, and, like, it sounded very, very fancy. No, not at all. <laughs> DHS Buzz was like, the, you know, there's, there's, a, there, I don't know if they have a railroad, but there are definitely two sides of the track. Oh, there <laughs> like there are sure in most are. places. Yeah, no, there is. It's called I-10. So to the right is Desert Hot Springs, which was like the meth capital of the world for a while, and then to the uh, other side is Palm Springs. Yeah, but Buzz is making Palm Springs sound like Las Cruces. Like it does, it doesn't sound the same. <laughs> Well, they're in a nightmarish hell that, that from which there's no escape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just from the movie. Okay. Palm Springs is very ritzy, but it was also like the movie colony when you go to that area. That's where all the celebrities' houses are, like Liberace's house, the... Um, Bob Hope. Can Bob I ask Hope. you something, guys? Bob Hope's house is on a mountain, actually. It's on yeah. the, the corner. It's a really beautiful house. Here we go. Why do you guys... <laughs> why do you guys not res- respond to Buzz's messages? Because I'm the only because one who does it, and I feel morning. like a loser. It all was right. 10 in the morning. So I feel I wanna... better. You're not the loser that texted, so I mean, there's that. You, you, didn't, you never texted me. Because well, I'm following their lead now. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Don't follow our lead. I yeah. sleep. I thought it was a very, you know, charming and whimsical. I can tell you a couple of things about it that aren't spoilers because it's in the trailer. They're in a time loop. So okay. it's like right. a la Groundhog Day. A la Groundhog or Day. Or Death Day. And they're at a wedding. Or Looper. Or the Looper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And they're they're at a wedding. Right. So it turns out Andy Samberg has been in there for a while. Like one, a million years is mentioned, but I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if they are. So when you watch it, there's one thing that I want to point out. And this was also in the trailer. So anything in the trailer is not a spoiler, mm-hmm. okay. is my philosophy. If you got up first thing in the morning from Palm Springs and started driving to Austin in November, mm-hmm. there's no way you could get there before before dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I okay. should have been I a agree. consultant on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> there's a scene where she gets up and she... And, she drives to Austin from and it's still broad Palm, daylight okay, from yeah. Palm Springs. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. That no. wouldn't, well, I don't, they're in a loop. You don't know. Yeah, you know what the, phys- the physics are in no, Twilight no, Zone. By the time this happens, the rules of the time loop have been fully explained and it wouldn't affect, you know, the fact that it gets dark right. around six o'clock. Okay, six. So, so this was one fact that bothered you very much. No, it didn't bother me that much. <laughs> I mean, well, what? it's enough to bring up right now. Yeah, I'm just saying when when you uh, watch it, see if you catch it, see if it bothers you. Well, it's on Hulu in case anybody's it, wondering. It is. It's on Hulu. It's called Palm Springs. It's got Andy Samberg. It has a hundred percent rating actually on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's supposed to be Ooh, very ninety three percent now. But did you I, watch it, Nico? I did not. You live with him. How did you not see it? Buzz had another guest to, to watch Shut it with. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, let's go ahead and get into entertainment news. It's time for Hollywood Chit Chat and uh-huh. Notes from Tinseltown. Here is Joanna Barbie. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Good morning. Well, <laughs> I'm good, thanks. So this is sad to even think about, but Alex Trebek is at the point where he's starting to balance his quality of life against 
just letting go. In an interview with the New York Times, he says that he'll quit his cancer treatment if the current round fails. He says, quote, yesterday morning, my wife came to me and said, how are you feeling? And I said, I feel like I want to die. It was that bad. But don't worry, Alex isn't giving up yet. In fact, what is I want to die? How Alex is feeling? Well, he would answer it in the form of a question. (laughs) Well, you said the question. (laughs) You kind of ruined it. Anyway. Okay. I, let, let me say, like, people who've gone through, people who've gone through chemo or have gone through radiation, I've seen people that look a lot worse than Alex does. Yeah. Alec looked. He put out a video last mm-hmm. week. He's seventy nine years old. He looks like he could be forty nine. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not terrible. Yeah. No. But it doesn't show as much. With yeah. Alec. He's wearing it well. He's a trooper. Well, Alex says he hasn't given up yet. In fact, he's still looking forward to hosting Jeopardy again. You've heard that a lot, though, from or I have anyway, from people who are just like, you know what? I, I'm sick of being sick from the chemo mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm, resi- you know, I'm not going to do it anymore if it comes back again. Yeah, it's so a quality that, of life yeah, issue, I feel right. like. Mickey Rourke and Robert De Niro have been low-key feuding since they did the 1987 movie Angel Heart together because Mickey claims De Niro was a jerk to him on set. Well, over the weekend, Mickey took things up a notch on Instagram after somebody told him that De Niro was talking smack about him. He called De Niro, quote, an effing crybaby. He also said, quote, let me tell you something, you punk ass. <laughs> Wait, this is Mickey Rourke saying this, this to Mickey De Niro. Rourke. Can yeah. you say it not like Joanna and more like Mickey Rourke? I don't know. How don't to sound do. it happy. Do it with as his character uh-huh. in Iron Man 2, so with a Russian accent. Yeah, with a Russian accent. Let me tell you something, you punk ass. Okay. <laughs> now do it as Randy the Ram from The Wrestler. <laughs> I don't know that one. Oh, okay. Well, you should watch it. It was a great movie. Uh, he says, when I see you, I swear to God, I'm my grandmother, I'm my brother, and all my dogs. I'm going to embarrass you severely 100%. You make it sound like he said this very happily and like with I'm, joy and glee well, in his life. say it then with uh, it. Well, I don't have the quote. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, last year, Mickey claimed that he was up for a part in The Irishman, but he lost it because De Niro refused to work with him. So De Niro's rep said Mickey was never even considered for the movie. Burn. Did you guys see Angel Heart? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. I missed that, Jim. <laughs> okay. It's notable <laughs> for a couple of things. Okay. Lisa, Lisa Bonet was in it. Smoking and it hot. Was, it, it was Smoking pot? Was she Smoking naked? hot. Oh, sorry. Was she, she was naked? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of nudity. A lot was this of, the one that she <laughs> like... The voodoo oh, yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Isn't this the one where she got either... It was right after the Cosby Show, or she got kicked off the Cosby Show. It was between seasons of the Cosby Show. Yeah. And she did this thing. And Mr. Cosby, get ready for this, was so upset that she would do something so sexual Mm -hmm. and that it would reflect poorly on the family values of the Cosby (laughs) Show. Okay. Mr. Cosby. Yeah. Bill Cosby thought it was a little too risque. To do nudity in a movie. too far. Hand me my roofies. (laughs) Yeah. And finally, Kanye West held his first political rally yesterday, which was basically just him ranting about whatever came to his head. He was wearing a bulletproof vest, it looked like. He had 2020 shaved into his his hair. 
somebody shave 2020 to Trump's head. That'd be great. I don't think there's a whole lot of rhyme or reason that's going on here, but supposedly a lot of people that are are close to Kanye are very worried about his his mental condition uh, and that this is just, you know, a, a, a mentally troubled person mm-hmm. acting out. So well, you, you don't think this is just one really good marketing ploy? Like how how many people are going to now buy the album because they all know about it about how crazy he is? What did your friend say? Uh, once oh, it should be uh, electoral college dropout. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye's album twenty twenty electoral, electoral college, college dropout. Yeah. Uh, so Kanye also just just like it was real stream of consciousness, but from a from a very broken mind, and said that. Well, he threw some shade at Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman would, was the Underground Railroad lady. I mean, she didn't do it by herself, but it would take slaves from the South, smuggle them to the North. Yeah, some of them would take jobs, but they weren't slaves anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people are saying that Kanye West is like his... Uh, he's woefully misinformed on history. But if an insane person goes out in the middle of the street and starts ranting about the end of the world, you don't say, oh, well, he's woefully misinformed on geopolitics or science. You say it's an insane person. Somebody should look into their well-being. These are words I never thought would escape my lips until recently, but... Kanye West isn't even the most mentally disturbed person running for president this year. (laughs) It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Bill. Bilbo. Wants to know, Buzz, do you or have you watched Turn on Netflix? Is that the one about Washington spies? Yes. Because I watched that when it was on, I think, History Channel or... The AMC or something. It's about the Culpepper yeah. Society or the Culpepper Ring. The Culpepper Ring, right? Yeah. And they were spies for the Revolutionary Army and specifically Washington. And uh, and it yeah, it's a really good show. Yeah. I, so I watched a what was it two years ago, three years ago when it was on. Well, it has like three or four seasons. I uh, recommend it. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was really good. Especially if you like spycraft, it's kind of like the early spycraft where they uh, they're making hidden messages with lemon juice and invisible ink. Then you gotta heat heat it up for mm-hmm. the message to be seen. And does it have Jamie Bell? Is he like the main actor in it? Uh, I am talking about the right show, right? Yeah, I think so. Is Jamie Bell the guy from Jake and Josh? Drake and Josh? No, that's Drake Bell. Oh, that's Drake Bell. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Jamie Bell was uh, Billy Elliot. No, no, doesn't okay. doesn't, doesn't do any no. doesn't ring any bells for you. <laughs> nice. We're gonna do the Mo Show calendar here in just a few moments. Today is Moon Day, the anniversary of man walking on the moon, mm-hmm. and that was fifty-one years ago. I don't think. For you know, it's crazy to suggest that the the moon landing was, was a hoax. Fake. It was all fake. The only thing, though, is that I mean, it's 
it's so stunning that in 1969, when you didn't have a computer in your home, mm-hmm. if anybody had a computer, it was, you know, the size of a wall. And we were able to basically put human beings on the tip of a really big bottle rocket, shoot it into space, go to the moon, orbit, you know, leave orbit, land, land, and then go back up in 1969. I mean, you just think about the technology and what even televisions look like. Forget about computers. Mm-hmm. Just any of that stuff, it it just boggles the mind. First of all, that we did it, then we did it a few more times, then we just quit doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can see how this like we conspir- did it, we're over it. <laughs> I can see how this conspiracy quit, got started. What do you mean we quit doing it? We quit going to the moon. Oh, yeah. 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 We decided, all right, well, well we've done that. It Good kinda, enough. It, Been yeah, there, got the t-shirt. It, it kind of makes sense in the sense of like, at this point, if we went to the moon all the years back then, why are we not doing this for let, fun? Let me, let me tell you, if Trump wins by 2024, there's going to be a Trump Tower on the moon. <laughs> I, I have no doubt that that's what Space Force is actually well, all Space about. Space Force has boots on the moon planned, regardless of who's president. That is the plan. Boots on the moon. 2024. But, you know, when you think about technology, if you wanted to make a copy, you had to use carbon paper. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like photocopiers were just getting started. You couldn't record something off the TV in your home. All their computers wouldn't even equal one cell phone today, basically. Yeah. All the computers that NASA had. No, not even close. It wouldn't. Forget about cell phones. Maybe a graphing calculator at most. But just that they were able to do something that ballsy and pull it off. You know, and then we just have not, to me, the space shuttle, that's what they'll say is, well, we focused on the space shuttle Mm -hmm. and doing experiments in Earth orbit and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. As impressive as all of that is, it doesn't come close to being as impressive as sending people to the moon. I mean, it's... Well, I think the whole point was just to get there, to just show kind of your superiority. We didn't really have anything planned. Yeah, it was dunking on the Soviets for sure. But they didn't they do it first? The Soviets, Who? no, they didn't. Land. Oh, no, they were first into, they, into orbit. They yeah, were the first orbit, to send a satellite yeah. into space. Yeah. So, oh, um, so uh, Salomon in the in the chat says, Buzz, you need to watch Hidden Figures, the great movie. It's about. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. And it's about the women that helped. They had to walk calculate. all the way across the, the campus to go to a restroom until Dennis, uh, Kevin Costner said, he pulled well, it off with a crowbar. Yeah. Well, you're talking about in the 60s, was during segregation still, the women who were working as calculators, the black women who were working as calculators for NASA. Couldn't use the, could not. the white restroom. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently Kevin Costner worked for NASA back then, and he <laughs> <laughs> like put his foot down. It was right after Robin Hood. Yeah, and those women were essentially the, the computers mm-hmm. that figured everything out and crunched all the numbers. And they called them computers. Yeah. Yeah. I just staggering, you know, that man, we were able to people, not, mm-hmm. not me, you know, or anything, but people were able to accomplish that so long ago. Thank you, Werner von Braun. I mean, the Nazis helped us get there. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. Uh, Joe says they sent a monkey first. Well, they sent monkeys, they sent dogs, The and we're talking about the Soviets. Oh, yeah, here. let me look at the dog. But name. do you remember uh, Laika? How do you know these things? That was a pre- pretty well-known fact is Laika, the dog. Here's the thing, though. 
there was no plan to get these animals back. back. Nope. <laughs> it was a one-way <laughs> ticket when the Soviets were doing it. And there's actually, if you watch Space Force, there's a great scene where they have where they where they the monkey the monkey yeah. has to fix the satellite in space. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're speaking sign language to it. <laughs> I thought you said you didn't like that show. <laughs> that scene was funny. <laughs> that one scene was absolutely funny. But then the the monkey fails, so they're like. All right, time to bring in the dog. Wasn't there a dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and get to our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events. And we're going to start off by letting you know that today is National Lollipop Day. Ooh. Happy Lollipop Day, everybody. In addition to it being National Lollipop Day, as we mentioned, Moon Day, anniversary of the moon landing. And it is also Space Exploration Day today. Uh, celebrities having birthdays include actress Sandra O. Oh, 49 today and played Dr. Yang on Grey's Anatomy. Sideways? Was she in Sideways? Sideways, yeah. She the was. principal in uh, Princess Diaries. Let's all remember that iconic role. That was before she got Grey's Anatomy. That's yeah. the one with Anne Hathaway? Yeah. Gupta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 The queen is coming. <laughs> Clearly, you guys aren't on TikTok. Yeah, no. <laughs> Julianne Hoff is 32. She was one of the pros on Dancing with the Stars and now she's a you like a judge and an actress and uh, has been in yeah, a country singer, had an album and stuff. So and she's she only 32? 32, Julianne Hoff. Pearl Jam guitarist Stone Gossard is 54. And a birthday for Mayhem from the Allstate insurance commercials. You know, the... The guy who's always causing problems. Also known as the May. Vulture on the, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. All right. Dean, uh, Win- Dean Winters uh, is that actor. Also known as Dennis in uh, 30 Rock. Okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. So you would know if you watch it. Rock guitarist <laughs> and rock legend and a performer at the first Woodstock, Carlos Santana, is 73 today. And uh, a couple of dates in history. It was... You know what? A lot of tragic dates and then the moon landing. But three years ago, 2017, Lincoln Park singer Chester Bennington committed suicide. That was three years ago. Tony is going to play some Lincoln Park uh, later today in honor of Chester Bennington. Very cool. That's on Loudwire Nights, which gets started at 7 o'clock. Eight years ago, a tragedy at a midnight screening of The Dark Knight rises in Aurora, Colorado, oh, where yeah. lunatic uh, winning killed 12 and injured, wounded 70 other people. And 47 years ago, this date in 1973 was also a very dark day. Martial arts legend Bruce Lee died unexpectedly at just the age of 32. There are a lot of different theories and cockamamie also, urban legends like about his family what? was cursed or he was cursed or that he had given up secrets that you're not supposed to in martial arts and that somebody had administered like the, the dim mock the five finger uh exploding like heart technique <laughs> yeah the five, no that's no that's serious that's how it ended up in the in kill bill 2 no i know but that's not how he died no <laughs> <laughs> no. He was suffering injuries that he got when he got into a skirmish on the set of the Green Hornet with stuntman Cliff Booth, who threw him into the side of a car. 
I think you're talking about a movie called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> <sighs> it was so good. I sometimes forget. All right, a couple of uh, notes here on some stories we haven't touched on. Uh, somebody in Minnesota can't remember where they parked their car, and so they put out flyers. Ugh, I've been there. <laughs> Have you ever actually forgotten where your car was? Yes. Oh, my God. I thought I was... Re- you know, the notable thing about this was that it was uh-huh. such an example of somebody drinking way too much. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying that it's happened to you multiple times. It doesn't happen to anybody else? Someone in Minnesota has been posting signs all over Minneapolis after they got drunk, decided to ride home with a friend. Well, that, that know, tracks, that's a yeah. responsible thing. They can't remember where they parked their car. So here's the sign. I guess uh, whoever it is must work in the medical field or maybe as an EMT or a... It doesn't say, but the sign says, I may have saved your life. Oh, oh, I get it now. Right, right, right. (laughs) I was thinking, wait a second, what do you mean? Is he a doctor? No, it just dawned on me. He was responsible enough. So he's saying I was responsible. I may have saved your life or your child's, but now I can't find my car. Reward. 2007 Toyota Camry Hybrid. I don't know what the word is. And then in little tiny writing, (laughs) it says, I got too drunk. (laughs) Parked my car and rode with a friend. We think it is somewhere in the northern parts of Hennepin County. (laughs) 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 They can only narrow it down to the county. Parked on a residential street. If you know of or have seen this car, please call. And then it just says Luke and Melissa. Okay. I mean, I don't know how you black out hard enough to forget what area of town you were in, but. Yeah, you think you would remember the last place you were yeah, drinking. I mean, oh. Just watch The Hangover and then see how they figured out their night. Yeah, I was. I saw this sign earlier this morning. I was like, why don't they say what, what, what he does for a living? If he saves lives, he must be a, you know, like an emergency room tech. Or uh, I, think you I was like, that. no, because he didn't drive his car. Read that wrong. Um, maybe you should call Ashton Kutcher. I hear he has some <laughs> experience. Have you ever, like, been rushing somewhere and then gotten out of your car and then remembered you left it running? Well, I can tell you this. In my entire life, I have locked my keys in my car twice. Okay. The first time... The the motor wasn't running. The second time, I left him in the ignition. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Those were the only two times. Same day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it happened on the same day. I did it like in the mid-morning, and then I did it again later that afternoon, and I was not under the influence of anything. <laughs> just want to point that out, yeah, don't we? Yeah, just want to point that out. Because uh-huh. that's even more impressive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Disappointing, least- I would go with, actually. <laughs> Lisa, your call here. Do you do you want to learn more about National Hot Dog Month? Tell me about your wiener. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you got there a second before me. <laughs> Bring on the wiener. Well, now I have to find it. <laughs> <laughs> Title of the you next. Lost your do wiener? you remember what I told you before we went into this segment? That I need to hurry. Yeah. yeah I'm going to do that. Yeah. All right, that. I found it. This is National Hot Dog Month. July is always National Hot Dog Month. Yes. And a scientist in North Carolina has figured out 
how many hot dogs a person could theoretically eat oh. in 10 minutes. So we've seen these Like a normal human or like that Joey Chestnut? <sighs> Kobayashi? I can't remember, but I ate like six hot dogs. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. You just and inhaled the wieners? I barf. <laughs> Dr. James Smoliga is an exercise scientist at High Point University in North Carolina. And he spent months analyzing 39 years of data from Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest and has figured out the human capacity for hot dogs. And his answer, the most hot dogs a person could eat in 10 minutes is 83. <gasps> I think they give them, don't, do they give them 12? Because I could have sworn they just had it earlier this month and Joey Chestnut ate however many in 12 minutes. So he bases that on stomach capacity. Uh, even with, and this is for the person who has the most anatomically large stomach, you know, like a, an anomalously large stomach. Uh, back on July 4th, Joey Chestnut put down 75 hot dogs. Don't forget, they require you eat the buns, too. Yeah. So yeah. 75 hot yeah, dogs do. and buns. You got to eat the buns. In 10 minutes. Okay, so it was 10 minutes. So according to the study, he's only eight hot dogs away from the theoretical, theoretical limit. <laughs> limit, right. Uh, so... Let me let me hit you real quick. Um, as far as condiments go, okay, mustard or ketchup? Uh, mustard. Ketchup. Both. Oh. Okay, Nico, you're right. Lisa and Joanna, you're wrong. Ketchup <laughs> should never go on a hot dog. Um, it always be it's a, mustard. Is this a trivia game? Um, no, it's just preferences. <laughs> Does the winner get something? Nope. Well, relish on a hot dog. Ugh. Gross. Nope. Gross. Really. Gross. I'll go, I would say maybe, if if it's available, 50-50, that I'll go for the relish. So who's right? Uh, I'm always right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chopped onions, if there are onions there. Mm. Do those go on the hot dog? Yeah, they no. Joanna, you say no? No. Lisa? No. Joanna and Lisa are wrong again. That's right. <laughs> onions do go on a hot dog. Especially right if before you uh, make out with somebody. If they're available, <laughs> you absolutely put them on, on your hot dog. Uh, chili dog. Yes. Yes. No. You don't like a chili dog, Lisa? No. Have you ever had a chili dog? No. Okay. Don't go to Urban Dictionary. That's exactly <laughs> why I said no. Okay. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Somebody uh, suggested uh, oh. a hot dog topping. Mm-hmm. Sauerkraut. I mean, that's a uh, that's a pretty common one. Right. Um, what is sauerkraut? Cabbage that is kind of sour, sour right? Uh, a little crowdy, you know. <laughs> that was one of my mom's things that we'd have a couple times a month was sauerkraut and weenies. So it was just like cut up hot dogs in the sauerkraut. Mm. Basically, like a hot dog with sauerkraut, hold the bun. <laughs> do you, do you like sauerkraut? I do not. Le- Joanna, no. you're telling me you you never had sauerkraut or never even heard of it? I've heard of it. I've just never had it. It's a white person thing. Yeah, it is. Well, it's a German 
so white thing. people. So white people. So, <laughs> so the whitest of people. Yeah. I think the only times that I've actually had it was at like the when they used to do the Oktoberfest mm-hmm. at the Coliseum. But I like cabbage. Have you ever but had like sour cabbage? I don't know. <laughs> have, have you ever? Have you guys had like a a Vietnamese uh, hot dog like the banh mi? Oh, the yeah. No, I've not. Those things are bomb. Me. For me. <laughs> now, what makes it unique? Um, I think it's the meat and the toppings they use. The, you know, it's traditional Vietnamese. They got, like, cilantro and some other stuff. Yeah, I don't like cilantro. No? No, they use that in a lot of Vietnamese food, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Anytime I go when to a... When you eat cilantro, does it taste like soap tea? Yeah, kind of. It tastes Ooh, like you a... Have that thing. What's that? Some people, when they eat cilantro, it tastes like soap okay. to them. Yeah, it's a genetic condition. Mm-hmm. That's You're an, not. That's unfortunate. Does it imply genetic superiority, I assume? Yes, Whoa. we're genetically superior to, <laughs> to you. you. Oh. Yeah, no, that that is a... I never thought of putting it that way, but that's exactly right. It feels like, like there's some soap, mm-hmm. or it just has this weird chemical taste when I eat cilantro. Oh, I want to know how many Mexicans have that, like... That's got to be that heartbreaking. Be yeah, that's got to be heartbreaking growing up. And it's just cilantro tastes gross to me and everyone just makes fun of you. I, I don't notice it on Mexican food as much as I notice it. Like when I go to a fa place. Fa. Here are the El Paso new statistics. Numbers? Yeah, the new numbers on coronavirus. So the report today is five deaths. Oh. Bringing the total number of deaths in El Paso to 184. Uh, all patients had underlying health conditions, and they were uh, all five were men. Four of them were in their 80s, and one of the men was in their uh, 60s. You know when we had D on? Um, yeah. La- was it last week or? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was on Thursday. Yeah. Okay. So we had D Margo. And That's our we, mayor, right? We were talking about there were 14. He is the mayor, yeah. And he had said, well, don't take that to mean it was 14 all in one day. Yeah. Still, we've been doing the daily reports from the uh, the city, and whether they all actually happen in one day, I'm noticing much bigger numbers. Mm-hmm. And like even five would have been remarkable in June or or May, May mm-hmm. even, but so whether whether or not they all happen in one day, just the fact that we've been reading these every day, mm-hmm. and five used to be a, a pretty startling number, and and now it's kind of the norm. I, it, it, and if, if I can remember back in May, June, you know, you might have zero yeah. one day, then you might have two, then you might have zero again. If you had four or five, that was really like, oh, this is mm-hmm. this has been a bad day. Uh, and then we had 14 last week. And if you think if, if you think this is going to continue every single day, that's all going to add up. And it's only been five months. It hasn't even been the whole year Ooh. yet. Yeah. Well, because I, I don't get rid of these. Actually, I file all of the COVID uh, emails we get just so I can look back at them. And yeah, it went right here. I was looking at this and it says five. And then it went to Thursday and we had 14 mm-hmm. deaths on Thursday. Then it's last Sunday. There was one. And again, so each one, it's just, uh, it's it's gone up. But I, I did see someone say, uh, I was looking online, and 
I, I need to look at the numbers just to verify it, but they're saying that it seems like the large spikes, like the largest spike of reported cases, they seem to be coming out on Sundays. So I'm wondering if that has to do... Well, It could have something to do with the information gathering. When it's reported yeah, yeah. and it's collected. Would, it, it would make sense because I was, I was just telling uh, our boss down the hall right now, I just got my last COVID test results right like this morning. And that test I took 12 days ago. And so it's it's I'm wondering if maybe on Sunday they, you know, give a bunch of different people their test results on that day, because last time I got tested, it was on a Sunday. I got my results as well. So I'm wondering if they do something mm-hmm. over the weekend that they're getting a bunch of these results well, out. Sure. Listen, if it's something statistically with the glut of numbers, but still, you know, it looks like it's going up. We'd never seen a 14 mm-hmm. before. Yeah. What is the the thing? I've seen like a lot of anti, what would you call it? They're, they're kind of like anti-vaxxers, but they're anti-COVID. Like they don't really believe that it's anything worse than the regular flu. Mm-hmm. Where they say, oh, well, they count anybody who had COVID-19 mm-hmm. counts as a COVID death, even if, you know, Implying that somebody might die of some other condition, and, and and they're implying that the cases are overreported by saying that. Yeah, right. but they're saying that the the actual numbers don't really reflect, which is not true. In the sense okay, I was going to ask you is is there any truth no, to that because at all? What they're talking about, like is, if somebody got hit by a truck, they they wouldn't write that down as. Oh, he also had COVID nineteen, so we're going to count it as a COVID nineteen death. No, uh, but if you have a respiratory disease mm-hmm. or cancer. And you yeah, they just add, they added that today as an underlying condition. Cancer was just added today. So those are all called oh. comorbidities. So, yeah. I, I, just BTW. And so uh, with comorbidities like uh, diabetes and hypertension, nobody dies directly from diabetes. Like you don't have that on your death certificate. You have what are complications from diabetes. So it's the same with coronavirus. So when they're talking underlying health conditions, yeah, a lot of people, the older you get, the more likely you're going to have an underlying health condition. Exactly. When people get COVID-19, end up on a respirator and die anyway. Um, but that seems to be a point that a lot of people want to argue is that they're doing the nut and it's supposedly ca- they get more people. money. I want to address this because I hear it all the time. And yes, there's 140 uh, deaths already, 140,000 deaths in the United States from COVID-19. Think about all the people that had not been diagnosed that might have died. So there's tons of people that didn't get tested and still could have died from COVID-19. So if anything, the numbers are probably underreporting the That's amount of important. cases. Say that again. I'm saying that there are so many people that are probably unaware Mm-hmm. That they, their friends or family member pro- uh, passed away as a result of COVID nineteen complications, uh, or that they, you know, that they might have it. So, basically, what what I'm saying is there's an underreporting, mm-hmm. probably, of cases because we're not testing every single person. Every person who has passed away did not probably get the the autopsy or you know. Um, what is the Check up. where is this coming from? What is the motivation for people to post this? Because I see a lot of different people posting it's, it's it. To and it seems it. like there's it's to some make it kind seem like it's the flu. It's to make it seem like this but is why? not. And who's coordinating this? Because it seems like it has to be a little bit coordinated because it's a talking point that you see a lot of these people doing. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, you've seen it on Fox. Probably you've heard the president say things like this. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a lot of politicians are pushing that up because it makes them seem 
more responsible right. control. It, the, it shifts the blame from right. them as policymakers to, oh, this is just a coronavirus that everybody gets and nobody dies from. Okay. Tell me if if this makes any sense. I thought I noticed a major shift in a lot of what I see on social media mm-hmm. after the George Floyd uh, Black Lives Matter protest started. Like I saw a lot of people saying it's a hoax. It's a pandemic. Nobody. I don't see that as much as I see. And I think this is a pivot where it's like, well, the numbers are so bad because of all the protest mm-hmm. for Black Lives Matter. So it, it's almost like they're taking marching orders, whether knowingly or unknowingly. To they're moving to from point to point. Pivot. Yeah. Like a premeditated. But you could see that. So, yeah, you're right. In the beginning, it was a hoax. It wasn't that it wasn't real. At first, it, and was, it was actually. Quick too. No, no, no. But at really first, quick. it was, it's not even going to come here. That's what we first saw in yeah. January and February. That's over there. We don't have to worry about it. It's not going to come here. Then it came here, and it's like, oh, no. Well, you know what? Um, it's not that bad. People are just, you know, freaking out. It's a hoax. It's not actually going to be that bad. And then all of a sudden, it shifted over. Well, if we can't, why can't I go to, you you know, a restaurant, but all of a sudden, hundreds of thousands of people can march in a, a in a big major city. Yeah. And then after that, it was well the, and you did hear from both sides. I will say that because you did hear some people saying, "Oh, well, the protesting was outdoors and people were wearing masks, so it's not going to cause the numbers to co- go up." That was said. Then the mayor of LA came out and said, "You know what." We do think some of the spikes in our cases are due to coronavirus cases uh, are due to the protests that were happening. Absolutely. Because at first, but there was uh, uh, people on the side of the protesters that were saying, no, it's not going to happen. Even some people in power were saying that. And then after the fact, they did come out and say, you know what? We do realize that there was a spike in cases due to this. So I I think that and then now it's switching over to, well, it's not that bad. I mean, it's, you know, there's other things we should worry about. And they, they are correct. There are other issues that should be looked at and taken into account as well. But the problem is, as long as this is continuing and you're having people that are not abiding by rules, who aren't social distancing, who aren't wearing masks, this is going to continue on because I see a lot of people bringing up the mental health aspect of it, which I completely understand. Um, that's an issue that really needs to be looked well, people, at. People are stressed out and it's starting to take a toll. Not mm-hmm. even that. I mean, even just the think about it. My like I always use my sister as an example. My sister, she lives alone. She lives in a one bedroom apartment. She lives in a major city that was shut down for quite some time. She hasn't been back at work since March. She's trying to social distance. But imagine being in your home. The only interaction you have is from the curbside pickup of your groceries. You're not seeing other people. You're not talking to anybody. You only live by yourself. That is a big mental health. I even have issues with it. I live alone. And it's, what, you mean like loneliness? Not even just loneliness, but just, yeah, you're caught in your own thoughts. Vice came out with a really great video. They did a hotline and just told people, call us. We don't care. Just call us, whatever you want to talk about. And they replayed these messages. And there were some people that are like, I haven't seen anybody in four months. Mm -hmm. There was one who called. She was a therapist. And she's like, I'm terrified for my patients because I feel like they're going to some of them may commit suicide. And so that is another issue. I mean, there was. Buzz, aren't you happy I come over every day and drink your beer? Otherwise, you would be going crazy. I think what I'm starting to realize is (laughs) is I'm fine. Yeah. 
being kind of like a hermit. <laughs> you See, know, I think I handle it pretty well. I mean, when you do 3,000 piece puzzles by yourself all the time. Yeah, but it's true because like I'm a very big, I'm an extrovert. So I like to be like, I'm always like Ariel. I want to be where the people are. And so the fact that I'm alone in my house and it's just me and my dog, it is just mentally debilitating to me. And it's in the fact that I can't, and especially the fact that it's like, well, what if I try going to this place? And then it's like, well, no, but then I'm not social distancing, but then I'm not doing this right. And you have that, just that dilemma of, do I want to do what I know I need to do, which is stay home and social distance? Or do I want to worry about my mental health, about being alone all the time and just being mentally screwed? And so, I, I mean, I have, I'm, I go, thankfully, I have a therapist. I go to therapy. You know, I'm able to talk about my issues with her a lot. But a lot of people don't have that option. I mean, there was a doctor in California who committed suicide and the family is partially blaming the pandemic for it. And so they're saying, like, please do not think mental health isn't happening, isn't an issue as well Mm -hmm. right now. As much as we're telling Mm -hmm. people to social distance, you still need to have those social interactions. You know, you still need to have people you can see every so often. You know, I have about three friends that I allow to come over to my house and they can stay on the patio. And so that's what we'll do. We'll have dinner on the patio or we'll have drinks on my patio. And like that's that's our spot. So would it be fair or reasonable to say probably introverts? Are handling this better and extroverts are probably having a harder time with it? Yeah, but even my introvert friends, they're like, I love staying home, but right? dang, I, I like, like to, go to go to one or two places. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I'm not 100% introvert so every now and then. I'm going to Walmart today. I miss my go-go dancers. Yeah, like even the introverts now are, are feeling it. I think that, you know, I'm in a better place because I do have to come into work. So I do. I am forced to see you guys. So I do feel. <laughs> All right. There it is. Now it's out on there the table. Is. Sure. But, you know, I do get to see you. So I do have an interaction and some sort of a social thing. But like for my sister, yeah, she doesn't go to work. She's been home since March. Can you imagine being locked in your house? March, April, May, June, July. Oh, five months being locked up in your house. And the only interaction you have is with your dog. Like, why doesn't she quarantine with anybody? I mean, not even like romantically, like a friend or. She has know. she has one friend, her old roommate, uh, Joe, our friend Joe. She has her, and so she'll go to her house and hang out. So they do that every so often. But you know, Monday through Friday, she's working. She the, her friend is working, so she's by herself at her house. And so Monday through Friday are like the days where it's you get up, she goes on a walk. Then she'll, and so she, now she's my my dad. We bought her a bike. We're like, maybe you should try bike riding. So now she rides a bike, and you know she's finding all these different activities. But it's because partially because we both go to therapy, so we have a therapist that helps us. Like this is what you should be working on. This is what you need to do, and that's really helped us in this situation. But there's a lot of people out there who don't have that, and they're just isolated. I mean, the, think about the senior citizens, too, who their families aren't even visiting them anymore because they're so afraid they're going to you know, get them sick. But to then, be fair, that was probably happening before the <laughs> Yeah. I mean, My grandpa's so mad. We <laughs> get, he thinks nobody wants to visit him, and we're all like, old man, no. we're in a pandemic, okay? And, but it's, They can't visit you. It's true. Like, my parents, you know, yesterday I took, like, my own, like, day, like, hey, I'm going to stay home, I'm going to clean and do all this stuff, and my dad's like, oh, so you're not going to come out here? I'm like, no, I got I got some stuff to do at home. Maybe we'll come out there then. <laughs> and so it, the, I think the older generation, too, this is the time. Check on your grandparents. Check on your aunts and uncles. Check my on mom your, says my dad's fine. <laughs> like, well, yeah, that's probably it's introvert. Right? Okay. His, routine, his routine hasn't changed. 
He's already, you know, watching the game channel all the time. It's a game show. He's like, I'm good. (laughs) See, my dad's a big introvert, too. And I think it's it's affecting him a little bit as well. You know, because like you said, he liked to go a couple places. He liked to go to the gym. And now instead he rides his bike by himself. And, um, you know, you don't get to see those interactions you had. But the pandemic has a lot of different facets of it. And I think that's what people don't realize is maybe you at home with your family you have people you can talk to but then there's probably someone that's maybe four houses down from you that's all by themselves and spends every night alone and it's messing them up or maybe you're annoyed with your family and you don't want to be with them all the time and now you're stuck grandpa's with grandpa's sick of us uh, grandpa is sick of you uh on the chat we have some chino says california is the state shutting down texas is doing a good job in balancing not closing and avoiding the problems that come from a shutdown I don't know if that's true or not. I don't agree with that. Okay. Which, which I, I part do you not what, agree? About Texas is doing a good job balancing not closing and avoiding Well, they, the they, they did close the bars. And uh, certain cities in Texas have asked the governor are considering shutting down, like uh, Houston and and uh, Dallas, I think, were asking if right. they could. I think they, made a, I think they made a mistake in the sense that I, they... They should have been looking at businesses and been right there. If they go into a business, they see they're not social distancing. They see that they're not abiding by the rules. Right. Boom, immediately shut them down. You're shut down for the next week. Well, I think figure it out. Or next time it's going to be two weeks. Figure yeah. it out for that. Then it's a month. Because they're I, like that teacher in breakfast class. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go another day. You want another? Because it's not fair. Another this, week? And this is. <laughs> I, and I agree with like for me. I thought Bart Reed and the comic strip getting shut down was so wrong. And the reason why is because you're at a comedy show. So you're sitting in a chair. You're social distance the whole time. You're not walking around. You're not mingling. Well, you're not- also, Bar had put a lot of effort into making sure the tables were spaced. There was a table in between everybody. Mm-hmm. All of the staff would wear uh, face shields. Uh, I, I even worked the door one, uh, one day, and I was cleaning everything up for him. But that's what I mean. Like, that's a business that technically is yeah, over but- the 51%. They sell more alcohol than they do food. Well, technically, mm-hmm. though, he still is considered a bar, but it is not a bar where you can go up and order drinks. Exactly. The, they, the server has to come to you, so but, it's much more like a but restaurant. But that's what I mean. Like, he should have been allowed to open. That is a perfect yeah. example of a yeah, business that was shut down look, that shouldn't have been shut when down. When you're going to go on a case-by-case basis, we just don't have the, the resources. Don't yeah, have yeah. The, yeah. I mean, even right now, well, there I, are places that are open that are uh, 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 that are restaurants, but that aren't acting like bars. Yeah. And they're not social distancing. They're not, you know... Uh, Applebee's, my God. I haven't been there. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I haven't been there. I don't know how it is. Uh, I think Chino's trying to say, though, that California is shutting down because of the, the protests, I think. That's what he's implying, and that Texas probably isn't because... But, you know, Arizona and Texas are some of the biggest hotspots in Florida, and there weren't that many protests as compared to other parts of the country in, in those states. So I don't see how you can connect. I mean, I think there were protests there in were every protests, state, but, but yeah. not as much activity. I yeah. Think. So I don't see how you can connect protests with the, the, the rise. All right. Let's take a break. Well, let's, let's end the show. <laughs> We're going to take a break for a day, but we'll be back tomorrow. We'll be on at five tomorrow. Have a great Monday, everybody. We'll talk to you then. So long.